You're listening to the Right Order Life Podcast, episode number 44. Friendship. We know we need it. We are not meant to be alone. But often we don't act like God is our best friend. And if you don't feel close to God, maybe it's not that you don't want God to be your all in all, but maybe you don't know how. I know I struggle with a how of friendship with God, knowing how to get distractions out of the way, overcome my weaknesses, how to simply love him in return for loving me. And what does friendship with a mostly silent, invisible God look like anyway? Let's figure it out together. That's coming up. I'm Stacy Santiago, and I'm here because I see you. If you're hearing my voice right now, chances are you're disappointed, grumpy, and honestly sick and tired of not having the time and energy to do it all. Here's the deal. I know that most days it feels too hard to be a good mom who successfully keeps her family and job going. It's normal to feel this way. I've been exactly where you are. As a board certified coach and licensed professional counselor, I've helped hundreds of clients connect with God, be happy at home, and do meaningful work without running out of time or energy. When you tune in each week, you're going to learn proven tools to live a right ordered life of faith, family, and purpose that you want to wake up to each day. Real quick before we jump in, I want to give a shout out to a very kind listener who posted as JMPR23. In her podcast review, she said, Stacy brings up lots of thoughts and feelings I have had and goes into what is driving negative thoughts and how to reframe them. Listening to this podcast made me feel like I was listening to a friend that understood what I was going through and was giving me advice that resonated with me. Thank you, JMPR23. I'm incredibly grateful that you are listening and so glad that you're benefiting from the messages in this podcast. If you've worked with me before or have listened to this podcast for a while, you know I'm a doer. I get sucked into planning, tax, task execution. Hey, I mean, I got to set an alarm on my phone so I can pick up my kids from school on time. If you're like me, you tend to grab onto and dive into the tangible things of life, the things you know you need to take care of to keep your head above water. Well, what's more important than taking care of daily duties? Well, what's most important is the exact opposite, an intangible, heart-led, spirit-inspired relationship with our mostly silent, invisible God. From time to time, we need to check in with ourselves. How's our relationship with God doing? Are we putting him first? Are we growing in love and virtue? Are we learning to pray better? This is so important because the only thing that matters hangs in the balance. Spending eternity in heaven with the Lord. This is not a half-assed thing. It's about growing or separating, strengthening or weakening. But this is also not a judgmental thing. If you feel like you've taken a step back or two in your relationship with God, no worries. He is always there to welcome you back, just like the prodigal son. So let's take the time to check in and grow your relationship with God in simple ways. You with me? Here are five defining characteristics of friendship with God. Number one, 
spending time together. Friends want to be together. Do you keep your friendships going by meeting up for dinner, coffee, a walk, or even traveling together? Yes, yes, and yes. And I love this quote my husband likes to share in our family. If you don't spend time with God now, what makes you think you'll get to spend all of eternity with him? If you find it hard to want to spend time with God, then check your spirit to flesh ratio. Paul explains this in Romans 8, 5. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. So if you're not spending time with God or not enough time, it likely means you're thinking about the things of the world, which is totally normal because you're probably overwhelmed with all the stuff. But you might be letting your daily duties and wants take over your mind. And once you're aware that the spirit side of your spirit to flesh ratio is low, the key is to start reshaping what you think about by controlling what you consume. So what are you putting an emphasis on? Are you spending a lot of time numbing out, consuming distractions like games, social media, television, working too much, worrying about problems, needs, or how you look? What's going on there? What do you need to reallocate that time and attention, pull it away from, so that it can be more on what is eternal and your connection with God? One of my favorite things to teach is how to prune and dial back, how to get rid of distractions, quiet the noise in your mind, and ground your life in faith-based essentials. If you'd like help with this, just email or DM me and I'll send you some free tools that will make life feel lighter and more on track. Okay, let's do an honest self-check-in. How much time each day are you spending with God? What's one thing you will do to increase that time? It can be as simple as listening to something faith-based versus the world, or it could be pausing for three minutes in your day to thank God and thank, think of heaven. Characteristic of friendship number two is remembering each other's words and trying to understand them. In the context of relationship with God, this means We need to read, listen to, and try to understand scripture. God the Father revealed himself to us through his only son made man. It's pretty incredible that we have the actual words of Jesus documented so we can know, love, and become like him. We've got a written roadmap. It's a treasure. St. Boniface said, Can there be a more fitting pursuit in youth or a more valuable possession in old age, than a knowledge of Holy Scripture. In the midst of storms, it will preserve you from the dangers of shipwreck and guide you to the shore of an enchanting paradise and the everlasting bliss of the angels. I don't know about you, but I want to be preserved and guided to paradise. Yes, please. This means I better get my mind in Scripture every day. Another amazing benefit of reading God's Word is learning how He speaks. What is His character? How does he talk to people? When you get to know his voice, it's a lot easier to figure out what he's asking you to do in the seasons of your life. It's a lot easier to trust him because you know who he really is and how he shows up. 
And it's a game changer for knowing if your thoughts are truth or if they are lies from the enemy. How do you hear God's word each day? What's your morning routine? I could do a whole episode on just this. It's kind of a specialty of mine. Loving the superpower combination of faith, mindset, and structure. I've got all sorts of game-changing goodies, including a 12-minute video training on how to build a God-centered morning routine. If you'd like to have it, just reach out and I'll hook you up. Friendship characteristic number three, sharing secrets. Think about your best friend or any good friend, somebody close to you. Go ahead, picture her now in your mind. What kinds of things do you share with her? I bet you don't just talk about the weather, fashion, and the kid's bedtime routine. No, you've built a deep relationship by sharing your heart and talking about real struggles and pain. And God wants you to do this with him. 1 Peter 5.7 talks about casting all your anxieties upon him because he cares for you. And Philippians 4.6 says, Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So see, he wants to hear from you. Do you share your heart with God, my friend? Do you let him pour into you in return? Tell him everything, the good, bad, and the ugly. He understands, he can take it. And he wants to walk right beside you and bless you. Number four, listening in solitude. Multiple times, the gospel tells us that Jesus went to a lonely place, up a hill or a deserted place to pray. Even the Son of God needed to be alone, in quiet, to be in relationship with God the Father. If Jesus needed this and modeled it for us, what makes us think we don't need to pray and listen in solitude? Your soul cannot hear God's voice or discern the movement of the Holy Spirit if all day long you're submerged in noise. Most of us are subjected to mandatory noise. Literally, children are loud. Or it's the cacophony of calls and meetings at work. We have duties that pull us into interaction. But sometimes we just don't try turning off the noise within our own heads. We keep thinking about the past worrying about the future, a decision we need to make, how to solve a problem, a daily schedule, to-do list. We keep listening to podcasts, music, and other sources of media. It does not stop. And I know I sometimes turn on the TV just to stop all the other thoughts constantly bombarding my brain like a pinball machine. Sometimes you just need an out. My friend, when was the last time you had a solid chunk of quiet listening time with God? If it's been a while, I understand. No judgment here. And here's the thing. You, by God's grace, are standing in your fresh new now. Right now. Let's change the trajectory from here on out. My challenge for you is to schedule alone time with the Lord in adoration or morning prayer within the next three days. Don't make excuses. Just do it. You got to start somewhere and you'll feel so much better when you do. Friendship characteristic number five, eating together. What? I'm talking about the holy sacrifice of the Mass, the Eucharist. I'm Catholic, so don't worry if this is unfamiliar for you. If you'd like to know more about how 
and why this little circle of bread called a host becomes the body and blood of Christ, let me know. I've got resources I can share with you. But the best resource, of course, is the Bible itself. This is from John chapter 6 within verses 51 to 68. It's a little long, but hang with me. It's that important. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. The Jews then disputed among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? So Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. For my flesh is true food and my blood is true drink. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. As the living Father sent me and I live because of the Father, so whoever feeds on me, he also will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like the bread the fathers ate and died. Whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. When many of his disciples heard it, they said, This is a hard saying. Who can listen to it? After this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. So Jesus said to the twelve, Do you want to go away as well? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Wow. If Jesus did not literally mean eat my flesh, do you think so many of his disciples would have walked away? Why wouldn't he have stopped them and said, wait, you don't understand. I mean that this bread is just a symbol of my body. No, he doesn't say symbol. He didn't correct those who walked away thinking he meant that his bread is actually his body and blood. He didn't correct them. Do we regularly meet God at the altar and receive him in the most complete and powerful way in this life? Do we look forward to this gift and make Mass a priority we never miss and strive to attend in a state of grace? Bottom line, God loves you with unimaginable, reckless, unconditional love. And God wants you to have a deep, unique relationship with him. As your relationship with him grows, the channel of grace widens, the flow of blessing quickens, and you become more like him. And that, my friend, is the key to spending eternity in the everlasting bliss of the angels described earlier in the quote from St. Boniface. In summary, we want God to be our number one. He is our strength, our solution, our hope, and our very breath. Let's keep working together to cultivate these five key characteristics of friendship with God. Number one, spending time together. Number two, remembering each other's words and trying to understand them. Number three, sharing secrets. Number four, listening in solitude. Number five, eating together. Which one calls you the most right now, my friend? Which one Do you want to do more of? Do you want your heart to open up to? Invite him in. Spend time with him. You will not be disappointed. Thank you for taking the time to listen and for your courage to look at the hard stuff. It takes courage to feel your emotions, deepen your faith journey, and heal what you struggle with. Please know you are not alone. This is not an easy road. And if the noise in your head from your judging inner critic 
along with the overwhelm of your daily life has you stuck and tired, you're not alone. I know from personal experience that it is amazing and life-giving to have someone listen, understand, and not judge you. If you want some help with whatever you're struggling with right now, grab a time on my calendar through the link at the top right of stacysantiago.com or by clicking the link in the show notes. There is a way to move forward. And from experience, I can tell you, my friend, it's a lot easier and faster when you have a cheerleader, the right tools, and the accountability to feel lighter and at peace. And by now, you know, I love serving you. I've got tons of amazing tools, like my 12-minute morning routine training to share with you for free. So reach out, send me a DM, write me directly at stacy at stacysantiago.com. I look forward to seeing your name in my messages soon. And one more super quick request. Would you please, please leave a review in the Apple Podcast app? It's super simple. takes less than 60 seconds. Scroll down under the ROL podcast episodes and tap to leave a five-star rating. And then right below that, click write a review and write a few simple words about what you like about the podcast. Thank you for helping me get this message out to women who really need to hear it. I humbly ask that you please go share the show with your friends, invite them to tune in with you and learn how to connect with God, be happy at home and do meaningful work too. I'll see you back here next week, my friend. Until then, celebrate that you are one step closer to living your right ordered life.